0: Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tootie Fitness.
1: Everything sequel contains explicit language, and why the fudge not, you melon farmer?
0: Welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the Twilight Saga Edition. Today we are talking Breaking Dawn Part 1. My name is Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me in the quest to make sense of this two-part set of movies is Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Hello, Tom. This is none of your business, dog. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i like to think maybe rose just meant that
0: in a affectionate way like what up doug <laughs> that's great well of yeah. course ladies and gentlemen we are talking about the twilight saga breaking dawn part one the 2011 film we're at a fast and furious pace now tom these movies are coming out every <laughs> you fucking mean that year in both senses right <laughs>
1: <laughs> literally fast and furious and also like the fast and furious movie right
0: <laughs> all right this movie is directed by bill condon uh yeah both of the these last movies actually and yeah bill condon no slouch interesting resume again yeah all three directors uh, who've done the series have right I mean, we're talking Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh, a sequel. Now, nah, that's what stood out to me. A sequel we'll be tackling <laughs> at some point. Uh, I believe. Which, which I believe is sort of quite highly regarded as a I sequel. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it. I believe he I won an Academy Award for writing Gods and Monsters, if memory oh. serves. He's directed Kinsey, Dream The Good Liar, Mr. Holmes, The Beauty and the Beast.
1: That's fascinating. Those are all interesting movies that don't quite work. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them. I think some work more than others. Gods and
0: Monsters is good. Yeah. Not quite as good as it could have been, but good. And not quite They're as good like as that. as people thought at the time, I think. But Actually, I again, I mean, that's I'm just a me. big shot... I'm a big Sherlock Holmes fan, so I, I do think Mr.
1: Holmes is awful, but I think that's about me, not about the movie. I think it's, a, it's for most people, it's probably a perfectly middle-of-the-road movie, but it annoys the fuck out of me as a Sherlock Holmes fan. All right. Fan. But that's, that's my problem, not theirs. Yeah. Kinsey's good. Actually, I was going to say, I think Kinsey is a good
0: movies. movie, and strangely, I kind of liked that Beauty and the Beast. You probably didn't just because it had a Harry Potter kid. I don't. I.
1: I. That's completely off my radar.
0: What is that? The live-action version of Beauty and the Beast. Totally forgot that happened. All right. Well, it still didn't... in my head. That's Ron
1: Perlman. When you say live-action Beauty and the Beast, right. it's Ron Perlman. I mean yeah. uh... <laughs> that phase of my life where I'm like, that can't be Ron Perlman.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're talking Ron Perlman and Linda Hamilton, right? Has to be. Well, I am. What, what you are talking about? What else could it possibly be? <laughs> oh, that's fucking
1: great. Well, well yeah, a bit, a bit oh, Well, that also means he's a pretty big hitter, having done this. Right. That's Dream, what I was gonna Dream say. Dreamgirls and a Disney, uh, a Disney movie. I mean, that's uh, that's some kind of uh, big
0: trilogy for a director. Absolutely. I mean you know for 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 a, for a podcast about movie sequels we often we often will hit a director where we're saying yeah not a lot of done after this movie or <laughs> <laughs> or do we even know
1: who they are yeah
0: exactly but this this They're guy we're
1: going back to ss wilson
0: this guy's going to this guy's going to uh, you know he he has plenty of of chances left they are going to be giving him uh, more movies to do, obviously. And and you know, I, I in terms of handling a
1: franchise that's already had three installments, I think overall he does a very good job. Yeah, I'll agree. Clear, clearly not, clearly skilled in picking picking up the ball and running with it.
0: Well, what's also interesting about this series is it. Uh, you know, there are peaks and valleys. This movie on Rotten Tomatoes goes back down to 25%. Ooh, that's harsh. Although... Now
1: you have... Where do you in re- have this In movie relative ranked? terms... In relative terms... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with that in the sense I think it's razor thin in terms of qu- uh, quality over-under with New Moon. And that's what I'm really... Lo- that's what I'm really trying to reevaluate in my head. Yeah. Even just looking back at my notes for this movie, I'm like, God, there's so much I like about it. Uh, and, and you, you, I you do... have new moon above it. I have new moon above it, but very, very slightly. And you have new I'm moon really... second.
0: Do I have that right? Yeah. This third breaking Dawn to last. Yeah. All right. Don't rub it in. I'm just, um... at, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just, <laughs> All I'm doing I, know, is I know, I know,
1: I know, but, but it, but it's, 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 it's just absurd when you say it out loud.
0: Um, <laughs> Because I believe I have this one third. Yeah. And I have Breaking Dawn 2 second. Yeah. Yeah. So we both have
1: this third then. Right. If I stick with my rankings. Because there's there's a lot... There's just a few shit-the-bed moments in this movie that are hard for me to get over.
0: Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, all three of... You know, excluding Eclipse, all three of the other movies have shit-the-bed moments. And you have to, like, pick and choose... Which shit in the bad no, moment bothers I, you the most? I don't think New Moon has a shit the bad moment. Here's right. It does not know... have the same shit the bad moments. It doesn't have wolves talking to each other. It doesn't have a deep fake baby. <laughs> it doesn't have a, a baby drinking blood milk. Yes. No. <laughs> so, and that, so that's why I'm starting to hedge my bets because all the things that like that i just find so ridiculous about new moon have to do with basically characters making choices that are just dumb but but it doesn't have any of the deep fake mistakes and so maybe i should forgive it for characters making stupid choices because yeah. you're not wrong that it those choices are trying to be shakespearean I, you know, they fall flat. Like, <laughs> and ridiculous. you're not wrong that they fall short significantly. Yes, that right. So <laughs> I'll meet you in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's just I'm I'm starting to hedge my bets on what uh, what I want to value. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Well, spe-
1: speaking of you know people making dubious choices, I think what made me. The absence of a of a truly shit the bed moment in New Moon helps, but it's also like there's so much of that. I, the feeling of the Twilight movies as a whole is more embedded in New Moon than it is this.
0: You're right about that. I'll agree. I, yeah, I, I, I. So agree if with I you want there. that
1: feeling, so for instance,
0: I live I live on the same
1: street as a Seven Eleven. I know I could walk out of my door and two minutes later come back with a with Slurpee. With a Velveeta and Shells uh, (laughs) pack. Right. Velveeta is my structuring metaphor for the Twilight movies. Like, so in the same way, like, I know New Moon is there for me to sort of have if I want to get that Twilight feeling. Right. But I wouldn't say the same about this movie. But then, but when I, whenever I, when I break down this movie, I'm like, Actually, that's really impressive and more impressive than anything that happens in New Moon.
0: See, because I go back and forth and we talked about this in our ranking episodes where I said, nothing happens in this movie, but everything happens in this movie. And I think that's on purpose. Do you? Yeah, I do. Okay. I have
1: have decided to come down on the side of intention. Mm Mm-hmm because I think whichever way you look at it I think it works I think it works if so for for about an hour of this movie I'm like and and I'm, I'm thinking and I'm, I would be completely comfortable with this oh this is gonna be a movie off this is gonna be a vacation from the series yeah I'm just gonna watch them get married go on honeymoon that'll be it right it's like a romantic comedy I'm like <laughs> I, I was like and you know, as I'm watching that, I'm viscerally having the feeling of I'm okay with that.
0: <laughs> but then you're okay the with them. You're okay. You would have been okay with low stakes throughout the whole movie. Is that? Do I have that right? Yes. Okay. And stakes are a good, uh, a
1: good analogy, a good vampire analogy, <laughs> right? Too. Um, and then about sort of between halfway and two thirds of the way into this movie, the stakes get very high very quickly. Right. Life and death, birth, birth, and you know whatever, and and, um, and then I'm like, oh well, the first half works as like a, a a good sort of lulling you into a false sense of security that that nothing will happen, and then and then everything happens. And also, if you mm-hmm. you know, the third element of this is you look at it holistically. What might seem trivial. Like the first, you know, let's say two-thirds of the movie, a ton of shit happens. They get married. They have sex for the first time. They have a child. They, You know, they yeah. conceive. Then they have a child. Then she dies. Then she becomes a vampire. I mean, nothing happened in Eclipse. In New Moon, like, I'd say one thing happened... Right. around a series of misunderstandings. <laughs> Listen to that that you know laundry list of, of of things that happen in this movie. So I think I think there there's
0: you know I But I'm I guess impressed. I guess what's interesting I'm impressed with all of that. <laughs> I guess what's interesting is that each one of those is kind of a set piece that lumbers along for 30 minutes. Basically this th- this movie has four things happen. No. They get No, I, I just listed more than four things that happened. No, it, but it's basically four. Come on. They get married. It interspecies marriage. Right. They get married. That takes a half hour. Then they go on their honeymoon. That takes about 40 minutes.
1: They have sex for the first time, and I count the honeymoon as separate. Within that, they have sex. No, it's not sub. It's <laughs> it's a distinct from.
0: <laughs> on she their gets honeymoon. Pregnant she Sex. dies she becomes a vampire that's at least five and'm not even but no. I'll add a fifth with with uh massive wolf conclusions <laughs> but okay
1: even even if you say oh it's only four things which is a bit, bit but they but the
0: other thing is that they're huge, huge life things they're huge life enormous events.
1: life events especially in the context of a romantic Based movie. Uh, it's I, all I that agree. Matters. Yes. I know why I'm shouting at you. <laughs> we're both <laughs> saying the same thing. <laughs> we're, we're agreeing to argue. <laughs> we're arguing to agreeing. <laughs> This really is this is the podcast you want to listen to. You wanna hear two grown men shout at each other about, about how twilight.
0: much they like twilight. <laughs> we're saying the same thing, but you thought for a moment I was gonna say something different, so yelling began. Yeah. And I wanted to close that shit down. Baby Hitler it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my
1: god. All right. This is like Tucker Carlson
0: and that other guy. Well, and but you know that and, <laughs> that's the thing too about I mean, when we talk about when we talk about all of our other movies, we kind of follow along in the plot, but it just seems to me that we don't have to do that for this movie cuz well, A, we just did it. We just told we just you. Did it. We told you everything, everything that fucking that happens. happens in this movie. But that's a yeah. yeah. So So where talk does that leave we're... us?
1: <laughs> okay, well I mean, you mentioned like you, what you, like You mentioned Edward's backstory. So let's let's talk let okay. talk about that cuz you you pointed that out and I think that's a good point. That is where we're developing something that we've seen before. And w- all the men all the men i killed were monsters
0: mhm so he's the original dexter <laughs> and we have a cast member from dexter in this movie it's it's really interesting because i don't know when you we have get dexter's to like, brother
1: when you're in any kind of monster movie and particularly a vampire movie you want to think that it's not just a vampire that there's something going on subtextually here and to me, that felt that 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 scene for me was all about like self-hating homosexuality, like men kill like men biting really? other men in in like movie theaters, um, in a clandestine way, like hating the fact that you're one thing, you're one thing, and okay. wanting to and wanting to kill it in others, yeah so
0: do you really think that But that i think that's just another metaphor to add to the list yeah do you think it's that over addiction do you, mental health do you think that was intentional or are you just o- is this be, just what only, you're taking away from it
1: i don't know but i think the the way in which it's portrayed with then the clandestine way in which it's portrayed the period the clandestine that you know, it, it, it's infused with the imagery of how gay men had to act at a certain time in history, right? And the culture around that. That's what stood out to me. All right, I'm on, I'm not saying any of this is going on in the in the super text. No, yeah, I'm just saying that it's another area where you can sort of you can you can use vampires as a canvas for other, you know, in the same way we do with zombies. Yeah, although interestingly, in also in in new moon they say that they're not going to do that because zombie movies are too into remember anna kendrick goes on that rant where she says right zombie movies are like you know they don't have female perspectives and um they're too intellectual for their own good (laughs) but it's interesting that you know even in the dumbest vampire movie you do that you do that anyway yeah right yeah it's just part of the course it's like it can't just be biting people's necks there's got to be something else going on
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> well and and part of the other thing going on is is the romance of it all so did did you buy into the wedding romance loved it that's on full display is it not I, I,
1: you know we talked a little bit about this in the last episode you when the romance, when, when there's romance it's got to be 211 mhm and i think nowhere is that better shown than in, a, in this... like, a, what, like a 45 minute Uh, Wedding and a conservatively hour long honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) It's great, but I think you know, and and I like one of the things I was really impressed by. Again, talking about keeping the the segregation. (laughs) This is not a great term to use for what's going on racially in this series, but the segregation of of uh, you know the let's not say horror, let's say monster movie and. Romance uh, is when when Jacob gate crashes the wedding. Right. It doesn't lead more to dickish behavior. Yeah. It's like it's just it's like he's like, look, I'm here. I'm not going to interrupt the wedding. And as Except a viewer, I'm I like, am. Oh, Thank God. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't but he doesn't break up the wedding. Right. Like that was my fear. He's going to break up the wedding. He just comes in and, and he's like, well, yeah, I'm pissed off now. You know, like I'm pissed off and now I'm more pissed off. But I'm going. The same with Maggie Grace as the as the relative. I was gonna say. So that, we have uh, that they killed in New Moon, and she's like,
0: D- "You killed the guy, and you killed my cousin." Yeah, we got cousin trouble.
1: But it's but also kept, between this movie. They're all and like, the wait second, until after the wedding. Yeah, let's right. not do th- it's. It's not Game of Thrones blood wedding. And between and the first
0: this first part of the second part, it's all it's all gonna be based on another huge misunderstanding.
1: I'm I'm dropping some big TV spoilers, here, by the way. <laughs> like not even deliberately. I've done Blood Wedding. I've done Nina Myers is a mole in twenty four. <laughs> I'm not even trying to ruin TV for you, and I'm doing it anyway. That's great. Yeah, I, I loved it. I I my if I was being super nitpicky, which I feel I should. To show you that I'm not not you know like you were with the Harry Potter movies, um, I would say I was perfectly upfront. I wish you could see the look Mike's giving me right now. I was perfectly uh,
0: upfront. I saw. I I constantly talked about the the misfires of the Harry Potter movies. There's just not enough misfires for me to say they're bad movies. Okay. Um... Unlike these movies,
1: <laughs> but. I would I, I would rather this and the next movie for that matter be ninety minutes. I would trim I, I would trim a little from each from both the honeymoon and the wedding. Not much. I would still let them be leisurely. I think that's really important that they're leisurely mm-hmm. for how the rest of the movie works,
0: for the pleasures that are within these things uh, needs to be done at a leisurely pace but i agree with everything you're saying because uh, one i was really glad that these both these movies come in under two hours yes i was thankful (laughs) for that but i also thought that each of them could have been like an hour and 40 yeah they're they're an hour 59 right they're like 156 to
1: 159 (laughs) when when you see that you that you're like uh, they they're trying to get it under two hours yeah exactly yeah, let's, let's deliver it. No one accidentally comes up with Completely that. Completely and that totally deliberate. it. Absolutely. A conscious like, uh, choice. The, the last time we saw uh, Rambo, Last Blood. Right. Nine, <laughs> 80. It was like 129-something. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, and then I would shave... I would basically cut the third act in half and have the cliffhanger be... Her lying dead on the um, no red eyes on the hospital bed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like that. That that's not to say I don't like the, the the turning into a vampire as a cliffhanger too. So I would bring that up. I would trim a little from the from the honeymoon sequence and the wedding sequence. Not much. were I think they're already doing a fine job. I like the red eyes. That made me. I go, like the red eyes. That too, made me go. <gasps> it's less of a less of a cliff. It's less of a cliffhanger right. and and feels more like a multi like a multi-part movie thing to do. Yeah. To leave it leave it. I mean, it's redundant. We know she's going to turn, but cuz there's no no other movie. Um but so that that those are my notes basically. Other <laughs> <laughs> otherwise I think structurally this this movie works damn well and better than it should for what it is.
0: Agreed. I don't think and this movie should work nearly as well as it does. Yeah, not enough for me yeah. to say it's a good movie, but
1: <laughs> no. Uh, well, yes, I think yes it's a good for movie. you,
0: but I, think, I right. think it's a good movie. I
1: think it achieves that. I think it achieves the level, the the minimum that that this series requires. All right, of quality, all of these movies do, and
0: I think this one just about comes up to the line. Fine, we're gonna leave it there for now. We'll take our first break, and we'll come back and talk more about Breaking Dawn, part one, right after this.
1: I like to think I know something about beer. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sherfers, guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your punt. God, I need a beer.
0: And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Tom and I are here, of course, discussing the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn, part one, directed by Bill Condon, a 2011 sequel. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom, do you want to give any play to, because we've talked a lot so far in the other sequels about chastity and how much these movies are all <laughs> about don't have sex. And of course, the moment they have sex, it brings a child that's going to eat you from the inside and death itself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is yeah, that, I, I mean, is that laying almost, it on pretty thick, or? <laughs> are you, I don't think you're laying it on very thick. I think the movie's laying it on. That's very what
0: thick. I'm saying. Yeah,
1: but it gets thicker, I think, as the movie, as the as the pregnancy goes on. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, because I hadn't even, you know, that to, that was almost a given that that's what, that that was the <laughs> message that that was sending, but as it goes on, it's. Essentially, anti-abortion rhetoric, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Seems to be the, um, like the issue of the issue of choice at hand. Is, yeah, is is kind of I say debated. It's, not, it's only really one side to this debate.
0: Their sex, uh, by the way, gave me uh, an album title: After Sex Aftermath. That's great. I like that. Sounds like a Slayer song. You know, this movie also, by the way, I don't know if you read this, but this movie was also almost rated R because Kristen Stewart apparently was thrusting too much during a sex scene. <laughs> so they had to cut it short. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Very, very interesting. Yeah, it's right up against the line, I suppose. Mm-hmm. PG-13, which is where they want to be completely. Right. Um. So within yeah. our... Go ahead. No, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's way, I mean, the, the issue of choice is, oh, I've, first of all, I wanted to say, when I said it's a, it's a debate, but there's only one side of the debate, it reminds me of one of my favourite sports commentator quotes from a, um, a British soccer game, one of the best soccer commentators of all time, and by which I mean the worst of all time, Chris Kamara, Okay, said of said of a game of soccer... It's end to end stuff, but it's all at one end, and that's how I feel about the issue of abortion in this movie uh. <laughs> um i mean f- first of all you know first of all the insulting fact that it's all the issue of choice is weighted far too much in terms of what the father of the child wants and not at all what the- mm-hmm. the mother wants so. Um, and just the timing of the fact that they discover the, the 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 Deus Ex Machina of the of the blood milk at the exact yeah, moment that's... at which she's she's basically decided she was going to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, very telling. And you know, you said is that laying is that laying it on too thickly? It's about as thickly as we've ever got the um, the fundamentalist um christian line i think right in these scenes but of course an issue like whether or not you you abort a baby or not is probably gonna bring it's probably gonna it's probably gonna bring the witch to the top or the bottom you know <laughs> 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 it's probably gonna is probably gonna serve <sighs> your your prejudices will surface when you That's talk funny. about this issue um yeah, right. And also, t- and, and also they so it's well there's two there's two like save the day day moments. It's the, the blood milk and the fact that she starts hearing what the baby's thinking. hmm So it's like, oh <laughs> and again, you know, a lot of talk about um of nonsense talk about, you know, when is a when is a child A person. A person and not a collection of cells right. and uh this movie's definitely drawn its line in the sand. It's when you can hear your child's When you can hear the child's thoughts. Of course. And feed it blood.
0: <laughs> um, so,
1: yeah, I think... I think that, that... I found that very insulting. It is one of my... It's one of my shit-the-bed mm-hmm. moments, I think. The blood milk. Just, I mean... For what's politically underneath it, but also <laughs> also just on a... You know, on a surface level of. I mean, I know, like I know firsthand, having been, you know, in. In uh, hospital rooms where women are giving birth, that they do give women like ice chips mm-hmm. and drinks in the styrofoam cup, but just the fact that that looks like she's drinking a blood smoothie, right? It's <laughs> hard to take.
0: Well, and... you know, in a movie that also has. Wolves talking to each other. So, yeah, I mean, we have to get to that at some point. At some but, point, But al- yes. along with it, we also have... Because we've been giving a lot of play to the shitty behavior of men. What do you... <laughs> like, what... What? Again, you... we're not doing that. Right. The movie is. The movie's doing that. And the <laughs> my point is, the movie's based on a book written by a woman. Yeah. So what do you make of a woman writing a character like Edward, who's a 109-year-old vampire, who once he finally has sex, he says, uh, last night was the best night of my existence. (laughs) You know, now that I've had my penis in a vagina. In general... It's so male-centric. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And i was concerned by how much the so, so when they have sex she gets hurt badly mhm and i was concerned about the emphasis of that as well it's like he's like he feels so bad about it but she loves it so much <laughs> right like it's domestic abuse 101 you know, it's like you make you make the person who's being abused feel like they can't do without it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like if if that's the di- that but do dynamic you think it goes is comfortable
0: that... Is that where you go? That like it goes to that extent for you? Because... I just didn't.
1: I just didn't like the fact that she had to say, "Come on, keep doing it to me." Like I did. We didn't need that dimension gotcha. of it. They, they could both equally feel ba- be conflicted about it, right? And he's not, he's completely apologetic, 100%. And she's the one who has to convince him to do it.
0: To, like, right. keep having sex with her and keep beating her up. And it's not until the next movie that we find out the extent to which he was holding back. Yeah. Because um, that's a direct line from that movie.
1: But, I mean, and it's, a sh- again, it's like another, that's what I mean about the, like, the shit, the bad moments. It's like... That leaves a sour taste in your mouth because I kind of liked how they were building up to it in quite a light way, like they do a fake mission prep montage for sex for right. their first night of sex, which I think is really funny and like some a good something you would find in a romantic comedy and it works well. Uh-huh. The stuff like that in the wedding too, the way they cut between the wedding speeches is like really comically assured. I presume Bill Condon's pretty good at that mm-hmm. um, side of things. So it was upsetting that that's what it boiled down to. Because why can't they just both be conflicted about it? And so right. it's just like it's like, fuck, it, this really hurts. But you know, I love you. Right. And he's like, I really want to do it to you, but I feel bad. Like, but I'm yeah, I'm that's hurting you. How any rational human would write that scene, but it's written. But the scene is written as, you know, um, I hate. I just completely hate doing this to you. And she's like, "No, no, please do it more. Do me, baby." Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I guess in some weird way, going back to the sort of the the female authorship, it's like there's a way in which you can construe that as like, oh, she's got the agency in the scene. But the ramifications of that agency, I think, are more damaging to the portrayal of women than right, right. Than the then maybe the intention behind it, which was her to say like. No, no, I'm, you know, I make my own choices. I'm making the choice, yeah. Um but it's just written in a way that's a little difficult to take.
0: Mhm.
1: Um and totally consistent with the rest of the movie where the onus is on the men to figure it out. Yeah. Um and the women just to be passive and take it.
0: Right. Uh so Well, and all of this because once we get back from the honeymoon, we're about and, and we're over up, an hour into the movie. Yeah, we're well over an hour, so because we find out the baby at fifty minutes, we find out she's pregnant.
1: Oh, that's a good. That's an interesting timing.
0: And so we have about ten minutes of getting home, and then basically she's getting sick. Now,
1: oh, we should talk about because I said I'd mention the the. Uh, the scene where she finds out she's pregnant
0: oh yes 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 go ahead so he, here's
1: here's the thing i know that the scene where she's cooking chicken in the kitchen in their apartment their honeymoon mm-hmm. suite is a morning sickness fake out right yeah. that's the like like but she, That chicken is raw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. She is not... Ch- there's big pink bits of that
0: chicken. She would get sick anyway. Right. <laughs> Thus, it might not be more than sickness. <laughs> this is what happens when a vegetarian decides to cook chicken. Exactly.
1: And I just... I, like, I forgot that she was a vegetarian. <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, that makes total sense. And I was just like... I was like, "Is this some sort of weird like What is happening here? Exactly after school after school special on like food education, right? It's like make sure you cook the chicken thoroughly, uh, because it was so raw. Like, you know, what's the what's the the line could be re- revived with the help of a skilled vet, you know? It's uh... well,
0: and it left me wondering too. It left me wondering, was this? An unconscious choice on her part because she's already pregnant, and that baby wants <laughs> like raw chicken. At least, at the like, at the very least, the baby is like saying, "Let's undercook that shit." I'm gonna say
1: this. I like it. It should be the case. I don't think it's the case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, in a perfect world, that would be exactly what that scene's about. I just think. The you know, the prop master wasn't doing their job that day. Or mistress. Right. (laughs) Anyone can undercook chicken.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what the scene's about. Well, and this leads us to once she gets home. Yeah. Once again, jumping wildly to conclusions. (laughs) The leader of the wolf pack decides that You could just say that and loop it. I know. So you never have to say it again. I mean, it is central to every single movie.
1: That would be great if like the the, the next the next episode is just me talking through a tape loop of you going <laughs> jumping wildly to conclusions. But it's really
0: cute and I love jumping wildly to conclusions. <laughs> I mean, between no, number that nine. Between the jumping wildly to conclusions and the number of times a number of characters in these movies say they deserve to know to (laughs) (laughs) to justify their shitty choice to let go of a secret. It's fucking astonishing. They
1: deserve to know is the get some rest
0: (laughs) of this movie. Or the secure the perimeter.
1: Oh my God. Uh, that's fantastic. But wrapped up
0: in all of that, we have dogs chasing dogs, followed by this choice to show inner thoughts of wolves. And never again. And never again. Which makes me wonder whether they realized,
1: even looking at the rushes, that this was a bad idea.
0: So is this like a Bill Condon decided this on his own and then got a call afterwards saying, What the fuck are you doing?
1: I represent the estate of Homeward Bound.
0: <laughs> um, the, I, Bruce what, Willis gave a call and said, "Hey, <laughs> you're fucking I up. Do. You're on my. Te- you're in my territory. Back, I do on. the talking
1: animal shit. <laughs> um, two things. First of all, you know, doesn't work. No, just I mean, just, like, just no one plane doesn't work. Any dimension. Would say that is a good choice. Secondly, it's a pretty big moment in the
0: series, especially when it's movie four. Yeah, yeah, it's but, a fourth you know, fucking the, movie in the series.
1: I was in, you know, basically this the story, the story that it's that this the this scene, this misfire of it, this abortion of a scene, <laughs> was an abortion, Michael, to keep the theme going, an abortion. <laughs> And I had it killed because this did not work. <laughs> um, is interrupting a really good subplot of Jacob ascending to alpha dog. Well,
0: he's supposed to be, but he chooses not to. Right, but the but that's that's the like. There's some good character. But stuff I do see what him. you mean. Like he's deciding yeah. to go off on his own now, and yeah, so right. it's not like something. And it's you can... undercutting all of that. Yeah, that's what I mean.
1: Like yeah. it's not something. It's it's like. It's not something where you can be like. It's not like CGI Tarkin in Rogue One. It's just like I'll just I'll just close my eyes until it's over and we'll mm-hmm. be back in the movie. You know, it's like that kind of kind of like oh, I see what they were trying to do, but it didn't work. But it doesn't ruin anything else. Um, this really does ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then then we this is where my Scooby Doo comparison came in. Well, the it's also Seth. who becomes Jacob's sidekick. I was like, it's like, uh, Jacob is ascending to Alpha Dog. terrible actor. (laughs) Alpha... (laughs) Jacob is ascending to Alpha Dog. Maybe he was just there to make Taylor Lautner look better. Maybe. Um, But I also, I don't know if I mentioned this. Seth has become Scrappy-Doo in a matter of seconds. (laughs) And even in the screenplay, Jacob goes, You're getting on my nerves, Seth. It's like, we've
0: seen this guy for a minute. Right. (laughs) But he said, "But I understand why that line is there." Yep. But here's the other thing, like, because I've, I've obviously I've been talking about Taylor Lautner's acting throughout this whole series of movies, but cuckoo, cuckoo. But I also, like, I'm not angry about it because this is like also one of his first. Isn't this his first deal? I don't know that what else he's done. I. I it's a long time since I've seen Twilight,
1: but I remember. Seeing him in that movie, uh, thinking, "Who is that baby? Mm-hmm. Who put that baby in a wig?" Right, and right. Shoved him into frame. But we've we've <laughs> and talked, so I think he's acting against about... all of that, and he's been given things to do that don't make sense. Yeah, for his character. Um, and when he's got a clear, simple character, he's very good. But he doesn't get that in in these movies. Yeah. So at any rate, there's
0: always a beginning for an actor, and he's clearly at the beginning of it to me. But I forgive him. And seeing,
1: you know, like having seen this this behind the scenes footage of him in these fantastic uh, Greg Davis Taskmaster videos, I also get the sense it's like he doesn't care. He's a bad actor. Mm -hmm. He looks really happy with himself. Right. (laughs) Not in a smug way. Just like yeah, this is what I do. I turn up to set. I have fun, I go home. I'm I like, show the pearly whites. I can whites. get on board. I, I show the pearly whites
0: that. and then I I have you lunch. Know, Ethan Hawke
1: doesn't look like he goes to work and have fun. And, that, <laughs> and I still hate him. So it's like...
0: <laughs> What's anyway, the matter Karen. with you? <laughs> but can <laughs> we talk just for a moment about... Again, this wild conclusion that just because Bella's having a baby... Number fr- nine. What are they what are they saying? They're saying it will kill her or all of them, I think. Oh, no. well they think it's gonna be They think that baby's gonna kill all the wolves. I... That's a that's a lar- that's a huge
1: huge conclusion know...
0: to draw. This is where I
1: wanna know about sources. <laughs> As in S O U R C E S not like sources like ketchup. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Because in a vampire movie, you can, you can confuse the two. Right. I mean, like, he goes on Vampire Baby Wiki and (laughs) finds, which, by the way, going on whatever that website is before they're about to, um, she's about to have the baby. I mean, that's like flipping through a medical journal before an operation. I mean, nothing good is going to come out of that research, is it? (laughs) Right. Um... But anyway, he, he. Well, it's the Dan is it, is it jumping to like wild conclu- Is it jumping to wild conclusions, or is it that they all they have is legend, which is itself a wild conclusion that these babies are gonna fuck shit up? <laughs> that's basically <laughs> all they know, right? This baby's all right. gonna. No, I mean, I, I'm. Maybe that's me. It doesn't make a ton of sense, but it doesn't seem like the material they're reading makes a ton of sense and they do at least acknowledge that they're like, well, nobody really knows but if we go from the folk if we go back to the folklore, there's a lot of folklore that's like beware the vampire baby mm-hmm. beware the vampire
0: human hybrid oh it all boils one of my down favorite- to the following lines you've given me no choice. I don't see it that way.
1: <laughs> that That is a line that eats itself Yeah <laughs> That's an Abor- Aurora Boris line <laughs> I think they call it in the business Th- This is a great This is another great line In this part of the movie They say the first year is the hardest <laughs> Yeah, They say that of Fucking human children Not the rare vampire Human hybrid Right I think they would, they would express that in stronger terms were they talking about a creature that defies nature,
0: logic, and reason. Yeah. All right, let's take another break and then we'll come back and we'll finish up, all right? Yeah. All right, right after this, everyone. Go ahead and check out 2 T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we are back once again, ladies and gentlemen. We are finishing up with Twilight Saga, Breaking Down Part 1. Breaking Dawn. What did it's I say?
1: Breaking down.
0: No, you are breaking down. I'm breaking breaking down. The movie's breaking (laughs) down. Did you just give
1: away the title for your picture sequel, Mike? I might have, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, mercy. (laughs) It's hot in these closets, guys. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't bring any water with me. I'm dehydrated. I'm losing my shit. You're lucky we're as lucid as we are. I know now, that, that might seem strange, right? So, so I was just thinking to myself that uh, we're at the end of the movie where almost nothing happens.
1: Why would you? Th- why would you think that it ends with a vampire transformation, Mike?
0: Yeah, but, but like the twenty minutes before that is just drinking blood out of a straw.
1: Well.
0: Citizen Kane is just a movie
1: about a sled. I mean... <laughs> I, I say that in, in full in the in full, full knowledge. In full
0: recognition of how full, full of recognition shit you are?
1: That I probably like that part of the movie as little as you do. <laughs> Alright, fine. And it's not because it's not because nothing's happening. I just think a lot
0: is a lot is it's crisis point. Well, it uh, it certainly is is that because, like, there is a crisis point because she is starting to fail physically. Yeah. Uh, The wolves are starting to surround the house, and now Jacob is is helping out. Uh, He's coming up with ways to trick the wolves so that they can go hunt. Shit like that. Yeah, and they don't spend
1: two movies pretending that he's a traitor, like a certain other series that we did. (laughs) They're up front with the fact that I mean, it was too dark to tell what was going on, but I was clear that he wasn't doing it for real.
0: (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) You're, you're. What you're saying is, you you appreciate the talents of Taylor Lautner more
1: than the type. I'm.
0: <laughs> I don't think you've given me a Pesci choice. And Joe Pesci, Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> I mean, how dare you?
1: Yeah, well, I wasn't making a comparison in terms of acting; more about storytelling.
0: I think you were saying Alan Rickman is shit, and Taylor Lautner is the best actor ever. That's what I. That's <laughs> what I heard. That's my truth of what you said. So you know you built your own bridge i'm ha- i'm happy to burn it <laughs> sold me out let me ask you this question too i did find one thing truly unbelievable in this movie and it <laughs> Just was that one thing um <laughs> <laughs> uh, It was that Bella kept calling her dad from the Cullen's phone and saying she was somewhere else. And I thought, doesn't that guy have fucking caller ID? He's a fucking police officer. It's,
1: you know, you know what? I, I, I turn off my critical faculties, anything involving the Charlie, the dad in this, because if you think about it too hard, it will ruin everything for you. That's true. Why is he? Why does he let her go on this nine-month honeymoon without even checking <laughs> in on her? Without you
0: know? a... Exactly.
1: Um, but you're right. You're absolutely right. And uh, again, it's like, you know, that they, they, they vaguely establish, as you said before, the idea that, like, Charlie's Charlie and he misses a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I miss a lot of things. You know, that's I mean, in my character too. But I, if, I, if my daughter took a nine-month honeymoon without contacting me and I was unable to see her, I'd think something
0: was up. At least three, maybe even into this movie, I can't remember, but at least a solid three of the five movies in this series has a storyline saying that people are being attacked in the woods and most <laughs> likely by animals yeah. and... He he could do nothing to help solve these crimes. No. All those are unsolved murders in his town. Yeah. I mean maybe maybe that's
1: the device. It's like it's like this this is how <laughs> this is how you know, if you had a competent police officer it'd be all over within minutes. Yeah. So And well, if, if you if you had a competent police officer and a and a good dad. Mm-hmm there would be no Twilight. Right. It would be without a saga. So I guess it's for the best in terms of these movies existing at all that we <laughs> that we just forget about that. But it's, it's bad, and I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm just going to say that these movies can't happen without Charlie being the
0: worst father and cop in the world. All right, good. Now, should we get to... What, what should we talk about here? Because basically what happens is the wolves attack the house and there's a fight. Mm-hmm. So the vampires are fighting the wolves. Jacob is with the vampires fighting the wolves. And... Or Jacob shows up. I forget. Yeah. All I know right. is he shows up and then, of course, Edward can read his mind so he announces that he's imprinted on the deep fake baby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And this was... This was uh, like earlier in the movie, we had a beach
1: scene where we brought back the idea of imprinting, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, we talked in Eclipse about how they're they're pretty good. They were pretty good in that movie about integrating things you need to know.
0: Yeah, this is this is one of the opposite. This is not this is not one of because. Well, this is yeah. one of the things you found out then that happens now.
1: Right, yeah. It's just like I can't wait to call back to that because that scene yeah. doesn't need to exist except it puts the word imprint back in circulation. Right. <laughs> so we know whatever happens is going to involve imprinting of some kind.
0: But on a deep fake baby.
1: Yeah, and it's the first appearance of the deep fake baby, which I assume will be the only appearance of the deep fake baby. Erroneously. But yes, because completely wrong. Because this is the only excuse I have. For any of the deepfake babies. Because, I, I like, I made a note, I said... I was like, come on. But, on the other hand, I get you don't want real babies on the set when this shit is happening. <laughs> but, apparently, it was a an aesthetic choice.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because, the, I mean, they you know, that does happen these days. They sometimes do a digital baby... Even even Children of Men has a digital baby, and that's an you know, Alfonso Cuaron masterpiece, but it has yeah. a digital baby in it. So there are circum- there are production circumstances under which I can see why digital baby is the way to go. But And this is maybe where Deep Fate Baby's worse than Homeward Bound. Right. Is if, <laughs> right. if you've just tuned in. <laughs> people don't people don't accidentally tune into like three quarters of the way through a podcast do they thankfully um not about the twilight series not about the twilight series um if you're here you're here on purpose they don't do homeward bound again mm-hmm. but this is the tip of the deep fake baby iceberg
0: right Whew.
1: yeah um but other stuff's going on that and again if it was just this instance i'd be fine with it because i would i would think i would, I would forgive it,
0: it. A... i i would forgive it
1: yeah i would assume it was a necessity, a production necessity to do that yeah. the real <laughs> the real baby didn't turn up that day and right he <laughs> had a had a pri- he got a
0: commercial for for you actors. know I got. I got to tell you. I, I. I. I'm really hedging now. I don't think. I. I think. I. I think. I have to put New Moon above this movie. But there's so much about this movie that I do like. But I think I have to put New Moon above it. Because of, well, what what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Well, one of the things I'm remembering is that as discussed previously, I saw all of these movies in the theater. Yeah. And again, I remember... it as read unless
1: you say otherwise,
0: but go on. Right, right. Um, the movie I remembered the most was Eclipse. And then I remember a lot of New Moon and of Breaking Dawn Part 2. And I remembered everything. I remembered a lot at the front of this movie. Like, but the end... Yeah didn't remember at all i honestly thought that bella was going to wake up and stop the fight herself that's where mm. dramatically i thought this t- story was going
1: yeah it's a bit of a wasted opportunity not to do that if she's going to come to life anyway yeah
0: yeah but i like you said it's just because it's a two-parter and they want that last shot that's but uh, i but it i don't think it's the that. best
1: last shot i for a two-parter no yeah
0: yeah
1: um so you're considering putting... You're you considering... See, I'm considering putting this above New Moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've, like, reached the apex of... Uh, we've reached the, the nexus of the, of the, end, of the universe.
0: We've, we've once again re- reached the apex of an anus. I can't remember <laughs> what that was in reference to, but I remember... Writing it down as a t-shirt idea for us. Apex of the anus. Was it anything to do with um, Michael
1: Orifice, the lamp operator on the Psycho, two of the Psycho movies? No, 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 it might have been. We are listed on YouTube as a Michael Orifice podcast, so... Nice. Um, uh, yeah, I... Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to... Do you want to... I guess... Like, our, 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 both our decisions are essentially meaningless, taken together. You know what's
0: interesting? I forgot. See, so I it's like, what do you value more? Because I had forgotten so much of the beginning of New Moon, but really remembered the end. This yeah. one I remembered the beginning, but forgot the end. <laughs> I mean, I I remember. So, uh, something that really
1: does jog my memory is the fact that I I don't I'm not squeamish at all, really. But the only thing that makes me feel slightly faint and a little bit kind of uh just less than whole when I see it on screen is the idea of blood being taken out of you. I'm fine with giving blood um but How when about I
0: through, s- a blood through us through a cup and a straw.
1: No but yeah just no it's when it's when Edward's like you know gnawing on a on her wrists when he turns her into the vampire. Right. He's doing them nom, 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 you nom.
0: Know, oh, and those... it's all over the body, too. He's going everywhere. Yeah.
1: I, di- I started to feel a little bit faint because it's it's just in that sweet spot um, for me of squeamishness, which is like people, like blood coming out of the body involuntarily does something to me, which is, mm. I guess why giving blood is fine because I'm like, I'm sitting down, I've made the decision, you're taking the blood out of my veins, I can see it coming out, it's all controlled but right. just that sort of like it it comes out and you don't know it's coming out like that thought of that makes me very screamish so that made those last sections quite i think probably visceral visceral than than they could have been
0: mm-hmm. but
1: as i said before i like the i like the contrast i like the mix of high and low stakes and how then the interplay right. between them so i remember i remember everything um uh but uh I think all the bad shit happens in the second half of this movie in terms of like shit the bed.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And she probably you know shits the bed. That happens during giving birth as well. <laughs>
0: right. Um,
1: <laughs> and all that all that milk, all that blood milk. Well, how um, about
0: the uh, CGI of uh, what's going on with her, you know, veins and capillaries and all that shit? How much was that CGI and how much was that makeup? It well, I meant uh, me. on the inside of the body. Oh, the CSI stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, classics. So I was a little confused. Again, there's. I used to have this argument all the time with my wife about zombies. She would say, can, you know, when watching Walking Dead, she'd say, can zombies do this? Can zombies do that? I'm like, it's all made up.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> it's right. Like, you can
1: fucking do what you want. And it's the same with vampires, isn't it? But yeah. I sort of find it hard to believe uh that you like what what is it so it's your spine gets covered in goo and then your chest pops out and you become a vampire.
0: All right. Um so I thought the visualization actually Well, her visualization I think was partially CGI too. On the outside, I think they right. they they thinned her up, but that it great. was possible
1: to make her look paler. But apparently, right. it is.
0: Yeah, but the makeup was really good. Like, I was like, excellent. It was all of that really looked great,
1: affecting.
0: Yeah, because um, they have yeah, a couple I mean, of overhead shots of her where you think, man, sh- that, like that does look like a dead body. That's unhealthy. Yeah, maybe they
1: brought Christian Bale in for the day and they deep faked <laughs> Kristen Stewart's head. Over his machinist body. Over his
0: machinist body, nice. Uh, um,
1: but uh, but yeah, the, but the internal CGI asked more questions than it answered for me about how you become a vampire. It's like, well, mm-hmm. but your chest is puffed out even when you're a human. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are they? Oh, but they're stone inside. These vampires are stone inside, right?
0: I guess, I don't know, is that what it is?
1: Well, it looks like that when they die. When they die, right. When it they, looks like someone's they... just, like, you know, blown like, demolished a... Uh, a... Uh, uh, projects. <laughs> 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 Fuck. <Fine. laughs> um, okay, so, well, let I mean, let's just say vampire biology is is mysterious complicated (laughs) (laughs) works in mysterious ways his wonders to perform
0: very good um i don't know what else what else what else do you have uh left for breaking dawn part one not not much um
1: (laughs) <laughs> the imp- we mentioned the imprint, didn't we? That's like the.
0: This is a major plot point that I. That's another you know, Sex machina. This movie has three of them. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have. I have lots to say about that, but more based on the next movie. Holy shit!
1: Yeah, I I liked you know I I liked that we didn't have a recap montage in the last movie, but I liked that they did that as her life flashing before her eyes before. Yeah. Went between, I thought, oh, if you're going to do it, that makes sense in context. Right. Um, I, my, <laughs> my next note is, unsurprisingly, about the end credits. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But but you must have noticed something very different about these end credits. I, you tell me, I don't know. Well, they were noticeably more Tarantino-esque. ...than we have seen. Like, I, there was... It was like... It's like black on red. With, like, retro music. Like, it looks like... A, it looks like the end credits of a piece of indie horror cinema. Which... Did it?
0: Yeah. Maybe I got up to wash the dishes oh, or did something. Did you lady chew it? Did you... Did you lady Well, I chew would've... It? Did, I the, did the little screen pop up and you clicked on the next no, movie? no. <laughs> No, because I would never have done that, but I might have gone and washed dishes just listening to the that. music. Oh,
1: that's it. You th- yeah can't step away. There's somewhere where there's some most interesting stuff in the movie. Anyway, I thought that was interesting, especially, and you know, in the next movie, uh, we'll have a lot to say about both opening and end credits. All right. Um, but in a very different, like an entirely different. This this felt to me like, you know, this is uh, a. <laughs> This is our cool movie. This is our this is the cool movie in the series. This is the one that's like almost like a Tarantino movie, um, <laughs> which is bullshit, obviously. But Clearly. it's interesting that they think that about their movies in
0: designing the the credits that way. Does somebody in this movie say uh, it's a little easier to take the blood with the straw? Does the character actually say that? Because I wrote yeah, that down. I think it doesn't. Doesn't the doesn't Doctor Cullen say that? All right. Because right right next to that, I wrote that line, and then I wrote next to that, I said, "That's science." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and the fact, yeah, just the, the put. It's interesting how they put all that together. It just uh, looks like she hey, got it that. of the... Hey, let's just start, let's just pump blood into her. Yeah, see what and, it just.
0: It looks like they got that fucking thing out of the Little League snack bar. I suppose oh, Extra March blood, please. I like the way they sort
1: of turned it into something into a plot point of we're gonna have to get more blood. Uh and like mm-hmm. as a, as someone as someone who's, you know, been through early years parenting quite recently, it's like it's like, you know, with the diapers and the wet wipes and everything, it's like you can. You're always going to run out, and the milk, you know, the formula. Right. It's like you're always going to run out. So I've felt that, but also it's a sense of like we're going to have to go back to like, uh, you know, drinking people's blood just to get the blood. So right, something interesting did come out of it. It was a stupid plot turn, even for this series. <laughs> All right, fine. All right. I think we're done. Did so? Wait a minute. You washing the dishes. You saw the pro- post-credit Sheen, though, right? Yes. Good. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to check because yeah. not that that adds anything, but <laughs> that you don't see in the next movie. But I know <laughs> how much you like your your Michael. Oh, Keen I like in my
0: post. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, and I just uh, you know assume <laughs> assume just to get him in the movie. Right, he's receiving a letter. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's when anyone some... receives a letter, to he's a book, we can't integrate he's gotten in some
0: correspondence. He's gotten some correspondence. Yeah. Okay, good. I just wanted that that noted. Yes. In fact, I'm starting to remember that I think I went. ooh, oh, uh, dialogue flowers. <laughs> you know, we got something. Else. We got something. So I you came there running with back out. Your sudsy hands. Yeah. In midair. Um.
1: Also, also, we get a vision which contains footage from the from the next movie, which right was like a Back to the Future three. Put in the the teaser for the next movie <laughs> at, the, at the end of Back to the Future two kind of moment.
0: Yeah, Alice is like um, and at the I'm t- out of and here. A,
1: but at the time, I was like, uh, well, "Well, we haven't even. I mean, we haven't. We'll, we'll go. It comes out more in the next movie, but." Um, at this point, I don't know what visions are supposed to be anymore. Right. Because in the first movie, they were self-fulfilling prophe- prophecies. No one mentions that in the second movie. So now I don't know what visions are supposed to be. They could be the future or they might just be bullshit. Or a possible future.
0: Yeah, that's what which... they are
1: in the next one, isn't it?
0: Yeah, which could change based on people making different choices. Which is which the is...
1: climax. <laughs> which, in it... Completely contradicts how they work in, in New Moon.
0: In the Right. Oh, well. Anyway, we'll get there. On our next episode, <laughs> The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 2. If you have something to tell us about Breaking Dawn Part 1, please find the Everything Sequel Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. By all the means... Michael Orifice Podcast. There you go. By all means, send us an email to everythingsequel at com For Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions, I am Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. You'll be hearing us next time for Breaking Dawn Part 2. Say goodbye, Tom. First it's the spelling, then it's the grammar. <laughs> yeah, that, that poor young lady gets fucked up.
1: Well, you know... It's, uh, it's a, it's a vampire's you, way. You, you, you don't you don't want to um, use incorrect. Spelling you made your life around choice a, around around a British person, even a fake British vampire
0: person. Right. All right. Take care, everyone.